Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. All right, it is time. Yes, another listener mailbag show. If I'm doing the math correctly and looking at my files correctly, it's number nine. Uh, I don't know about you, but... My files, my folders, unbelievable, like how many documents and it's it's a little overwhelming, uh, but it doesn't matter. Great questions, comments from those of you who have reached out. Ooh, and as I scroll through, I've got I've got 10. I thought it was nine. I, I missed one. There's a lot going on here. So 10 questions, a couple comments, which I included. I, I want to include as much feedback as I can. Just to show you also that people are are finding success because that's really important. That's really important. I really, really want you all to achieve your goals. That's what I'm selling. And you got to hear and see that it can be done. And in so many different ways. I've said before, my favorite page when they used to have, you know, fitness magazines, they still have a couple, but they're mostly online. But the most important page in all of those magazines, in my opinion, the most valuable page to people was the success story, the person who did it. You can look at those workouts and you can look at, especially the guy, you know, the well, both sex magazines, depending on which one you're reading, the bodybuilding, there's a lot going on there that they're not sharing. I'll leave it at that. But when you read the, the success story page and just about all fitness magazines had them, uh, that's what resonates. You go, oh, okay, tell me how you did it. Let me follow that. 
you know, that's how I found success. I found the people that got and achieved the things I wanted and I followed them. The ones I respected, the ones who I knew had done it the right way. And so we got a mix here. We got a bunch of questions, a couple comments with questions in there uh, and all over the place, which is perfect. So let's get right to it. All right. Listener mailbag. This is, if you don't know what this is, <laughs> those people who have reached out through messaging, direct message, Twitter, Instagram, uh, the website, emailing me. I'm going to answer your questions. All right. And so here we go. And, and let me also say before I start that this is what I call like the cocktail party answers, right? So I'm not going to go, you know, long-winded into these topics. So don't worry, though, if there's something where you go, okay, I like the answer, but I want to know more. You will know more. And some of these topics I've already touched on. I will continue to touch on them. But just know that right now, this is kind of the couple-minute answer to these questions so that we can keep the show uh, manageable, this is not Joe Rogan three hours. <laughs> uh, we're going to keep it, you know, 20 to 40 generally is the way to go. All right, let's get to it. Uh, number one, hey, Tom, I have a question about the efficacy of chair workouts in building and maintaining cardiovascular fitness and strength. I'm looking for a way to help my dad, who's in his early 70s with a lot of arthritis, maintain his cardiovascular and strength fitness. After finishing your stability ball workout this morning, by the way, that's on my Virtual gym, TomHollandFitness.com. I'm curious if chair workouts would be helpful for him. What are your thoughts on chair workouts? I'm seeing more of them out there on social media. Thanks, Tom. They're awesome. That's the short answer. So there are many different programs like this. Silver Sneakers is one, I believe, is what is called super popular. Chairs are a phenomenal way to help exactly that demographic that she's describing start to, well, not start to, but, you know, maintain strength, rebuild strength, build new strength in a safe, functional way. And I've designed these programs as well uh, for that population. So yeah, the chair provides balance and stability and the ability to do what? To progress slowly, right? And, and again, that word functional is thrown around so frequently, functional strength. And that's where the people say, oh, you should never use machines. That's not functional strength. Well, strength is strength. If you get stronger, you know, you get stronger. Now we can talk about isometric strength and getting strong at certain angles and in certain positions. We don't need to, but getting up and out of a chair, that's functional strength and it's safe. Right. If you're having someone who's 70 and maybe has what she said, a lot of arthritis and probably weaknesses and instability, get up and out of a chair and do that repetitively. It's safe, right? Because if they lose their balance, what do they do? They fall back into the chair and it is building that strength that they need day to day. So it's a perfect piece of equipment to do so many things with. Let me say this. If you're using a chair for certain movements, you need to be careful that it's stable. So in other words, like I always talk about, never forget watching a well-known fitness person on TV do a chair workout. And it was in the middle of the floor and I was waiting for it to shoot across the room, right? You don't necessarily want to do a push-up off a chair if it's not stable, if it's not leaning up against something. Right. So by the angle you have your body on that chair, you can go shooting across the room. So you're not going to do certain exercises in that way unless that chair is uh, up against something and is not going to go anywhere. So 
absolutely. Chair, workout, you can do squats, one-legged get up out of the chair. You can use the armrests also to help progress. You can do dips, right, uh, in so many different ways. But the lower body exercise is phenomenal, right? Uh, squats, one-legged get up, that's super advanced, right? Um, but you can get there. And depending on the height of the chair, that is going to determine uh, part of the intensity, part of the challenge uh, to the person. There are ab exercises, right? Just by lifting your feet up off the ground. So you lean back in the chair, you can raise one or both legs at the same time. Now you're doing a crunch. You're doing a, a seated crunch. You can just tap your feet so you can get cardio going. You can move your arms. So there's so many ways. And this is why a really um, qualified fitness professional can take that chair, take that demographic, and design a great workout for them. Uh, so that's the great news. Uh, and I like that she asked, I know it's a she, um, and by the way, when you, when you ask me questions, I'm not going to give away who you are. I'm not going to use your name. I'm not going to, and I'm going to take out anything that um, might let people know who you are. So know that. I want your anonymity because that's important just because. So she said fitness and strength, cardiovascular fitness and strength. So yes, you know, punches, jabs, just reaching up and down. You can work on strength, flexibility, and cardiovascular fitness using a chair. Love it. Great question. You know what? Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get to the number two of 10. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen 
a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. I love, 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 love when you reach out because you have great questions and you have great questions. I have the smartest audience out there, I always say. Um, for those people who don't like the science and are looking for the quick fix, they don't stick around. And I'm okay with that. And those people who want to go too hard too soon, I've said when I was a trainer, a coach, uh, my books, my videos, people say, you're, you're not pushing hard enough. Mm, yeah. It's about consistency. I'm, I'm all in for going heavy, going hard, but there's a time and a place and you got to be ready for it and you have to do it um, intelligently. All right. I'll leave it at that. Uh, number two, hi, I read Micro Workout Plan. That is my most recent book, by the way. And I actually have done micro workouts for many years. I love it. Uh, but only cardio, never strength. I am confused about doing it for strength work. Like even the other day, listening to the podcast where you say to do 100 push-ups and break them up throughout the day. I thought that you needed to give your muscles over 24 hours to rebuild. Wouldn't doing strength throughout the day work against that and make it harder to build muscle? Yes, <laughs> you are correct. Your muscles need 24 hours to repair and rebuild themselves. You are breaking down muscle tissue, uh, tiny micro tears in the muscle fibers, so you need to let them rebuild and repair. But it depends, right? It always depends. Uh, and that's where the science comes in even more. So what I'm impressed by is that this person was doing cardio micro workouts. Now, what I assume they are referring to is that science shows what? 10 minutes of exercise done three times per day, same effects as one continuous 30-minute bout of exercise. So that's great. But micro-workouts are also even more so for strength, right? So in other words, you can do five minutes of core exercises in the morning. At lunch, you can do your push-ups, uh, you know, a set of 100 push-ups. You can do four sets of 25 at lunch. And then in the evening, you could do an arm workout. And if you think about it, when you go to the gym, if and when, for an hour, what are you doing? You're basically doing 10 micro workouts. You're just stacking them. So when the number one reason for not exercising is lack of time, breaking them up throughout the day is a really smart, doable way for the vast majority of people to do it. Doesn't mean you don't go to the gym, but going to the gym three times a week for an hour is not going to do much if all the other hours, you're not taking care of yourself, you're not moving, you're not eating well, and you're not, you know, doing other micro workouts throughout the day. You need to keep moving. All right. But this specific question is about push-ups. The short answer is you're going to take the next day off. Now, when I was doing this, and I've told this story many times, got me started, Herschel Walker, Sports Illustrated, in the 80s, read article that he did 300 push-ups and 300 sit-ups every day. And so I started doing that. Every day. You go, wait a minute, Tom, your body needs 24 hours to repair. You're absolutely right. But then we go to evolution. Then we go to construction workers. 
We go to people who can't afford to not be physical throughout the day. And so ideally, and I think what this person is talking about is throughout the day, then you can take the next day off, right? So you can do push-ups Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And core, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, take Sunday off. But you can also do what I did for a while. And every now and again, I will have this crazy week where I'll do that, where I'm not going to let my muscles rest. But I don't do that for an extended period of time. And so it's all about that variation. It's all about knowing why you're doing what you're doing. But when you think of evolution and, and you know, hunter-gatherers, they're out running all day. They're out, you know, being physical all day. We're going to talk much more about that. A C- couple great interviews coming up with authors that talk about that. And that's who I'm bringing to you, the Daniel Liebermans of the world, the anthropologists, you know, people who study this. And it's really important. So there's what's natural. And there's what we do to compensate for sitting all day and the lack of movement. But you're right, 24 hours. But if you do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because most of you, you don't need to do them every day, nor should most of you do it uh, every day. So think of upper body one day, lower body the next, maybe. Push-ups one day, core exercises the next. So maybe 100 push-ups throughout the day on Monday, 100 types of ab exercises throughout the day on Tuesday. So you're right. Great question. I'm going to try to pick it up here. Uh, Number three. Hi, Tom. Found your podcast a few weeks ago, and I've been binging it ever since. I have never heard the term skinny unfit, and that has changed my outlook on my health. By the way, uh, two sentences in, and I'm so happy, right? Because this is such an important topic. And and this person is so honest. It's, It's just awesome. I am 24 years old, and since I was skinny, I believe that my minimal physical activity and somewhat healthy diet was enough for me. A month ago, I had my annual checkup with my doctor and was completely caught off guard. When she informed me that my cholesterol was really high, I don't have to give the numbers, uh, I've started working out consistently four to five times a week, and I absolutely love, in capitals, strength training. The problem is I'm not a huge cardio fan, but everything I find online says to lower cholesterol, I need to do cardio. When I try to mix up my workouts and make sure I do both, I definitely choose strength training workouts three to four a week over cardio, one to two a week. Do I need to only focus on cardio and limit my strength training until my cholesterol is at a healthy level? Just got a couple more sentences here, but I want to stop. No, you don't have to stop, or I'm sorry, you don't have to only focus on cardio. You can do both. You're doing a great job. Uh, To note as well, I've been focusing on an improved diet, and I'm also taking omega-3 supplements per my doctor's recommendation. Thank you so much for your time. I love this on so many levels. I wanted to do a whole episode on this because of so many different things. Her honesty, her age, her willingness to listen to her doctor, to the show, to people who study this and want the best for her. And I love that at at a very young age where it's so easy to be influenced by all that garbage on social media, look how skinny I am, but I don't do any exercise, the celebrity workouts, they're really harmful for this very reason. And she's just talking about cholesterol. She's not talking about bone density. She's not talking about, you know, heart conditions, things like that, that are going to be issues down the road for those people who at that age buy into, you don't need to do cardio. Oh my gosh. And the number of people preaching that, do, just do this. And so you are killing it, doing it the right way right now. 
It's a mix of both, right? So there are benefits to strength that go to what you are doing or what your, your needs are, I should say. Blood chemistry as well. And so strength training and cardio, what I would encourage you to do over time is find cardio you like. And by cardio, I also mean move throughout the day. You know, this is where taking the stairs instead of the elevator, parking farther away, walking to work, walking around more, walk, walk, walk. So you don't have to get on an elliptical and bore yourself to death for 30 minutes or an hour. But over time, we'll search for things. Is it Zumba? Is it rowing? Is it, you know, walking with your friends? Try different things. But I love this on so many levels. And, and the honesty, again, is, is a huge part of that because if we're not honest with ourselves, people, you can't, you can't achieve your goals. And honesty about what we eat, how much we move, and what we have control over, those things are keeping so many people from living their best lives. And yeah, it can be tough love. And it's so much easier to be that trainer, that fitness person who says, oh, you're working out too hard. I'm going to twist the science. You're burning more carbs because you're working at a higher level. You need to go easier and burn more fat. That's garbage. That's someone who took a, a concept, doesn't understand it at, at, at the very least, because if they do understand it and they're telling you the opposite, then that's even worse. Because they should know better that it's how many calories. <laughs> I get sidetracked sometimes. But, you know, three to four times a week strength training, uh, one to two for cardio. Here's one final little recommendation. Make it a circuit. It's the best way or one great way for people like yourself who's not crazy about cardio to mix it in. So in other words, you do a, you know, a, a set of one set of each exercise, body parts, right? you know, chest, shoulders, biceps, triceps, um, back, legs, and then do a one to three minute cardio interval. Could be body weight. And then do another circuit, second set. And then do cardio. And then do a third. Or just do strength training. You can also throw in 30 second cardio intervals in between. My very first fitness videos were just that. It was an upper body exercise, a lower body exercise, a core exercise, and a cardio interval. And then we just repeated that throughout the video. Those are all on TomHollandFitness.com, by the way. So, awesome. You are doing such a good job at such a young age. Keep up the great work. Great question. Love it. My favorite. Uh, number four, I work on the evenings around 5 p.m. after work, uh, but find I hit the wall around 3 p.m. So common, right? That's where the wheels fall off, as I call it. The wheels fall off at 3 p.m. I have read that it might have something to do with my lunch. Do you have any recommendation for what I can do to prevent this drop in energy so I'm able to get more out of my workouts? Now, if this were a live lecture that I give, I would ask people who know me what my answer is going to be, right? And many of you who listen to this podcast frequently will know that it's not just the lunch that I would look at, and I have a follow-up question for her that she answered. It's breakfast. It's both. It's everything she's had prior to that. And this is why, again, I've done so many shows on the value and power of breakfast, and I will continue. You know, some of the best studies, that's where you're going to see. People who eat breakfast not only lose a significant amount of weight, they keep it off for five plus years. Specific study. Does everyone have to eat breakfast? No. But if you're not losing weight and you're not eating breakfast, maybe you should try it. And if you're this person who has 
energy issues. It's not just lunch. It's what came before lunch. And so I did, as I sometimes do, do uh, ask a follow-up question. Uh, and the person responded, absolutely. So I said, can you tell me what you eat? I have been having a shake for breakfast, which includes a probiotic drink, quarter cup oatmeal, half cup applesauce, two tablespoons flaxseed, and a dash of cinnamon. Morning snack is two rice cakes uh, with one tablespoon nut butter and a half a medium banana. Lunch is chicken noodle soup. I, you know where I'm going with this. I would say she's not eating enough. And that is why you get hungry, right? Your body's telling you something, especially if you're working out hard at 5 p.m. And so I know it's challenging. I know you go, I, I can't eat more. That's going to go against what I do. My goals, my goal is to lose weight. By eating the right foods, enough of the good foods and figuring out what triggers you, right? In other words, I have some foods that satiate me and I have foods that don't. Healthy foods. Some are like, yeah, that doesn't do it. So it's about volume of food for me. Huge salads, huge things of vegetables, fruit. And so let me just say quarter cup oatmeal, that's not a lot of food. Like, that's tiny. I would bump that up at least a half and maybe a full. And that could be the only change she makes to start with and see how that works because that is a great source of carbohydrate, slow-releasing, complex throughout the day. It depends which kind she has, obviously. You know, instead of, and I know there's, oh God, I haven't done this show yet, you're told you should only have half a banana. You can have a whole banana. Um, so I would up, like, these are super healthy foods she's eating. I would up the portions of everything. Not, well, start wherever you want and build up slowly. But I'd up the portions. We need to eat more healthy foods, larger portions. We cut down on the portions of healthy foods and we up the portions of unhealthy foods as a result after at three o'clock when the wheels fall off for her. So that's the short answer. Let me know how it goes. So more oatmeal. Uh, you could have more applesauce, um, full banana, uh, your lunch, lunch is pretty good. Well, it's soup, I have more soup, but it's got chicken breast, carrots, onion, and things like that. Awesome. Awesome. And she had one final follow-up. <laughs> she says, absolutely love fitness disrupted, changed my life. I listen on my drive home every day, motivates me to stick to my health goals. I really appreciate what you're doing and hope you never stop. I will never stop. I just wanted to bring that up. Let's take one final break and we come back. I'm going to speed it up. <laughs> we got five more, six more, five more. All right, final break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. Number five. Hi, Tom. Been listening regularly to your podcasts. Gained 40 pounds after having three kids. Typical. You know, lost half of it during the summer. Running and eating right. Brought down my blood pressure to normal. Love it. Got 20 pounds more to go with your one pound a week, moving more, eating less. I love it. One to two pounds a week, people. Uh, It was a rainy Monday, November 1st morning here in Guam. Made my day. Listener in Guam. And by the way, over 80 countries right now. Uh, But I love to get the specifics. And I listened to your Running in the Rain podcast and went for it. Barely a drizzle, but I ended up with a PR of 1033 per, uh, per mile. Wasn't even trying to work on how fast I could go. Thank you. I, this made my day in a different way. You know, I often think like when I do these specific shows, like why you should run in the rain. That's what she's referring to. You're not going to see that article, that show very frequently, if at all. And those are the ones I want to bring to you. The stuff that I do and that work and the stuff that if, well, I do most of it. But also for my clients that I had years ago, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And so oftentimes, and I was saying this to my son after I read this, you know, sometimes I'm like, ah, do I do that topic? And getting this feedback says, of course, keep doing it. And I'm always going to be honest. And and that's the difference. I'm going to give you exactly what I do. And I just ran in the rain again. And I've got an Ironman coming up. And if it rains, no big deal. I actually enjoy it. What's more fun? A nice, warm, if it's freezing cold, that's a problem for most people. But 
running in the rain or being on a treadmill, running in the rain like you're six years old, out free again. We don't do enough of those things. And there's many other benefits I gave in that podcast. But thank you for reaching out. Um, made my day. Uh, and you're going you're gonna to hit that goal. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, trying different things. Got to be open, people. That definition of insanity, doing the same thing and expecting different results. Secrets to life are on Instagram. It's just how many actually follow them consistently. The right, the right messages. Number six, hello, sir. Can't, can't call me sir. Uh, my name is I'm blank. And I need to tell you, uh, you're my hero. That makes me very uncomfortable, uh, but thank you. I had never run more than three miles in my life. And early September, I completed a 30-mile run on my own, not a, LOL, not a race, which was pretty crazy. I love running and look up to you as my hero. Again, makes me uncomfortable. Uh, as your belief in running and content got me into running. I have a slight issue at the moment with pain in my trap shooting. That's your trapezius muscle, people who don't know. Uh, into my shoulder blades when I carry water. In my vest, on my back, I have prehabbed and strength trained, but found out today on a 15-mile run that it hurts when I carry something on my back like a water bladder. I've been stretching out, massaging with a gun, and also strength training my traps. Do you have any recommendations for me? Any specific exercises? It's a weird pain. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this on several levels. First of all, amazing. I'm assuming this person's younger. Don't know how old. Uh, incredible. Thank you, and uh, thank you for taking the time to write, as I always say, um, that was a lot really quickly. And most often people are going to say, you know, now I have shin splints, I have plantar fasciitis, I have knee pain. No, you have pain from carrying a water bladder. And I laugh just because I love this stuff. And this just goes against conventional wisdom and everyone's different. So in other words, to go from three to 30 miles is insane, but certain people can do it. And to be told you all fit in a certain category and a certain, you know, uh, way of training is, is lunacy. And it's just not physiologically correct. Everyone's different on so many levels. I don't want you to get hurt, but this is different. So the short, shorter answer is um, you got to move that, that water bladder around. So listen, going for 15, 30 miles, you're going to get sore, period. But it sounds like this is, uh, I, I, I can kind of empathize with the, the pain you're getting. Um, so a, a trick, it's like cycling, moving your hands around frequently, moving your butt around. Um, you gotta kind of change the way that that vest is sitting on your body and, and a small movement, you know, every 30 minutes, moving it around a little bit, tightening it, untightening it, um, changing where the water is. That's a final little thing. Um, so I carry generally the water on my front in two uh, water bottles for really long excursions, like running across Grand Canyon back. I had a huge water bladder on the back as well. Um, but that's pretty typical is you're going to have some issues when you go that long and carry something on your body. So you have to experiment. And I would say, keep it off. Let your body, you know, you've just, um, you've got some muscles that are angry. I'll leave it at that. Um, so go shorter. For a little while, keep that pack off. Let the muscles come back so they're not as angry at you. Again, I'm not using the physiological terms here just to keep it simple, but uh, you're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing because you went out and you challenged yourself. You found something you enjoy. I don't want you to get hurt. So again, be smart, cross train. Don't run 30 miles all the time. <laughs> 15, three, five, mix it up. But amazing, amazing. So 
anytime you carry something on your body that long or do anything repetitive, you can have issues. So the most subtle change can make a huge difference. I will move things around on my pack for that very reason. When I do the Ironman, I will stretch proactively. Leave you with that, actually. Didn't have that in my notes. But I will sit up every 10 to 15 minutes and stretch to one side, stretch to the other. And sometimes people pass me as I'm doing that. But I pass those people at mile 90, 100 when their backs are hurting them. So think ahead too. All right. Don't wait for that pain to start. Um, make those adjustments literally, um, frequently, and that will go away over time. Awesome. So great. Uh, number seven. Hi, Tom. Listen to your podcast on my way home every day. Love it. Helps me with the frustration of traffic. I'm a gym rat and literally listened to your association podcast on Tuesday. Was in the middle of my workout this morning and my iPod shuffle. Yes, I still have one. By the way, I don't and I want one. I want several uh, because then you don't have your phone and you can just listen to music. But I digress. Uh, I debated about stopping to go and get my phone to finish with music, but I remembered your podcast and I finished without music. Thank you for your podcast. I'm 55 and work out because it clears my mind. No goals. It just makes me feel good. And that's what you teach, coach, is what I need to hear. All right. I love this on so many levels as well. First, I love that they finished, this person finished their workout. Finish what you started, right? And yes, we all love, well, not we all, I love music. Love, love, beyond. I'm a musician. I play the drums, play the guitar. Grew up playing in bands. I have so many different ways to deliver music while I exercise, including a waterproof iPod shuffle. <laughs> for swimming to make it tolerable for me. But what I love most about this, so I love that, but I love that they said, I'm going to read it again. I am 55 and work out because it clears my mind. No goals. It just makes me feel good. That, my friends, is one of the best goals. It's not weight loss. That's a goal. We want to be a healthy weight. Carrying around excess weight leads to a myriad of health issues. We want to be a healthy weight, but that is the best goal for our sanity, not vanity. And guess what? When you work out for your sanity, the vanity side will come over time. It actually comes quicker and easier because you're not staring at the scale. Looking at the scale is still good to monitor yourself, but you have to give it time. But this line, two words, no goals, it, and then it just makes me feel good, that's everything. That's first and foremost while I do it. Look better, feel better, live longer. Feel better, doesn't matter why you start. The feel better, though, you're going to look better and live longer. If you exercise to, uh, exercise to live longer, you're going to feel better and look better. So I love, love, love this, all right? All right. Uh, number eight, I used all your Hollandisms to run the Broad Street Run 10-miler yesterday, my first race in four years after a serious hamstring injury. I ran well below my training times and met my goals of finishing, not getting injured, and finished strong and happy. I rested the three days before, more than I have in the past. Important, right? Rested. Uh, ate some simple carbs the day before. Awesome. And had my same pre-workout drink I've been using before the race. Kept it, 
you know, kept their routines really smart. I did more cross training, awesome, and generally ran three runs a week due to my prior overuse injury with one longer run following your intermediate half marathon scheduled through nine miles from my marathon method. That's one of my books, one of my first second book, uh, with lots of hills on my courses. As my legs got fatigued around mile eight, I waved to all the spectators and smiled more. That's one thing I promote in my books and lectures, smiling, positive mindset. And when you just smile, your body responds in a really positive way. By the way, the worse I feel in my Ironman, in my marathons and other races, the bigger the smile on my face. I look like a lunatic, but I feel really good. Uh, and she finishes up by saying, I finished tired but strong and very happy. Thanks for your solid advice and inspiration. Thank you for reaching out. Congratulations. And again, followed a plan, set a goal, listened, did less, did less, ran three times a week. As she said, less, rested more than ever before, cross-trained, more cross-training, excessive moderation, people. We do what we're good at and what we enjoy, which is great. That's a great start. But then we need to fill in the gaps to continue to do what we enjoy and what we're good at. If I just ran, I would have problems. And I learned early on as I started in this business and, and started studying it as well and competing, if I wanted to enjoy forever what I enjoy, I had to do the other things like strength training and stretching and swimming and cross training with biking and so many other things so that I can go out and run whenever I want. Congrats. Awesome. Uh, number nine, uh, thanks for the continuing motivation. I started listening to your podcast at the beginning of COVID. <laughs> uh, I'm better and fitter now than ever and continue to move forward. I started noticing only small changes like a drop in resting heart rate. Now the scale is moving and I can see muscle. Thank you. Thank you. And I put that in there, as I said at the start of the show, what did this person say? Started noticing, first they said, only, got to take only out. That's what you're going to see. Small changes to start, and that's awesome. I don't want big changes. I don't want to see a client lose 10 pounds in three weeks. It says it's water, that they're dehydrating themselves. They're doing things that aren't going to work long-term, and they're losing muscle as a result of a deprivation diet. So this is awesome, but this is the, these are the lessons, the, the little things. You got to grab these and go, oh, that's, that's one of the answers. Notice the small changes, and then the scale starts moving, and then you start to see muscle. They didn't give up. I did that episode on ways to measure the success in your program that isn't the scale. That's what they're referring to. Heart rate, that's really important that over time and quickly, your heart gets stronger. And one way to gauge that is your resting heart rate. Not talked about enough. All you see on Instagram and everything is Look how skinny I am. Guess what? How is that heart functioning? How is that cholesterol as the um, person at the beginning talked about? Skinny unfit. I love it. Oh my gosh. Greatest questions and comments. Final one. Now this person took a screenshot of an Instagram account and said, what do you think? And we finish with this. Do I read the whole thing? So it's basically, it's two screenshots. So it was an Instagram post. I'm not going to give you the name of the person. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, they say, if you are looking to truly maximize your adaptations to training, everything you do matters. 
That's true. 100% right. Where do they go from that? If your goal is maximizing speed, everything must be geared towards producing as much force as possible in minimum time. Absolutely not. Can't possibly do that. 80-20. I'm not going to spend too much time on this one, uh, but it's really important. Uh, and I was trying not to spend too much time on any of them. This will involve heavy, very heavy lifting and very light, very fast movements. High volumes of intense cardio have a negative effect on this. You don't want to not do cardio. And yes, your goal is not just light cardio. You need to have a mix. If you're, tr if you're struggling to gain strength and speed, try cutting out all your demanding cardio for two to three months and just work on max strength, power, and speed. Okay, there's so much wrong in that paragraph. That's where it just goes sideways. Kind of went sideways at the start, but if you've been struggling to gain strength and speed, those are two totally different things. For the, you know, are you a power lifter or are you a sprinter? Now, obviously there's, there's certain combinations of the two. I want to get too deep into the weeds here. But how are you building speed if you're cutting out all your demanding cardio? You're doing plyometrics, I assume. There's a lot of assumptions I have to make here. But the point is these absolutes. These absolutes. This is where people get hurt. These are people I beat. At 52, I feel really good because I've built this base of strength for 30-some-odd years. Not playing into the ego, not playing into the absolutes that you have to do this and you have to go hard every day. No. And... And just work on max strength, power, and speed. Those are tough to separate the way they are saying it. <laughs> yes, there is specific adaptations to impose demands. In other words, you want to get good at something, you practice that thing, of course. But you can't just practice that thing or you'll get hurt. And there is the 80-20 rule, right? <laughs> marathoners spend, you know, 80% of their time running way below their marathon pace. 20% of their time running at or above marathon pace. Building endurance and speed. Now, again, there's a lot of physiology that goes in here, but my point is this absolute. You don't cut out the other things and just focus on that thing. Right? Now, yeah, if you're a max squatter, going to spend a lot of time max squatting, but that's not the only thing you're going to do. And if you're a sprinter, you're doing the hundred yard dash, you probably shouldn't go out and do, you know, 50 mile weeks running, but you can't just sprint. You got to do a lot of other things, plyometrics, base strength. So my point is this all or nothing approach to so much of this, especially in fitness. It's just not true. It's not the science. You need to build that base of strength. You need to have your recovery days. And the recovery days, this person is saying, just do nothing. No, you need to do other types of complementary exercise and programming. You know, you can't just do plyometrics every day if you're working to build explosive speed. It's actually less, the higher the intensity, the less you can do of it. Now, again, you don't go out and run 20-mile runs frequently if you're trying to be a sprinter. But you still have to build your cardio. You still have to build the, that, that base of strength and maintain it. 
And there are different energy systems involved and things like that. Again, don't want to go deep into the weeds on that. It's the absolutes. Okay, enough. <laughs> so yeah, the extremes are, what's the line? If your goal is maximizing speed, everything must be geared towards producing as much force as possible in minimum time. No. Again, taking a little bit of science and just not really understanding it, making it this absolute, and you're going to have results in a short amount of time, you're going to get hurt. And you're going to have diminishing returns over time. It's that simple. It's the boring stuff. Leave you with that. Like, that's the fun stuff, right? The jumping up and down on a box, doing certain drills, going heavy. But that's not the homework. You got to earn the right to do all those things. And you got to continue to maintain certain aspects of your fitness and strength and balance to be able to continue to do those things injury-free. Enough. Thank you for reaching out. Awesome. Such a great mix of stuff. If you want to reach out, questions, comments, and I have many more to get to, uh, but reach out. Uh, Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter, Tom H. Fit. Also go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Thank you so much for listening. And if you can follow the show, comment, you know, leaving comments like this, super helpful. Want this show to grow as much as possible and continue. I will do it as long as I can. But you got to help by supporting the show whenever you can. And it's greatly appreciated. Micro Workout Plan is the most recent book. TomHollandFitness.com. Lots of content there if you're interested. But I have one goal. Do what I love, <laughs> which is bringing you the best in fitness. And I'm going to continue to do it myself. I'm going to do what I ask you to do. I'm an experiment of one. There's no one way to do this. But I'm going to give you all the scientific options so you can find the foods you love and the exercise you love. So you can live your best life. There are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.